beyond the finite borders of our reality. There is a boundless multiverse of possibilities, endless worlds of magic and adventure spinning through an infinite cosmos of aether. Each facet of the multiverse is a revelation of the beauty of infinite possibility. Few people are even aware that there is anything beyond the borders of everything they have ever known. But there are those precious few with the ability to move across the multiverse. Planeswalkers. One in a million is born with the spark to become a planeswalker. Even fewer reach their potential, and fewer still are strong enough to survive the journey, putting them in an elite and powerful group of friends and enemies. Welcome to Plane Shift, a live play D&D podcast where we follow the adventures of four planeswalkers, awakened to their power and taking the first steps in establishing themselves in the multiverse, seeking out new worlds and new opportunities, and discovering what this new, boundless freedom could mean. Hi, I'm Will. I'm the show's producer, and I play Llewellyn Coyden, the half-dryad swashbuckler. Hello, I'm Kimbra, and I play Nymphia of the Vervain, the elvish druid. Hey there, I'm Katie, and I'm playing Cecilia Crane, the human sorcerer. Hi, I'm Keon. I'll be playing Irshaya Jalan, the Aetherborn Warlock. Hi, I'm Dan. I'll be playing the Dungeon Master. Here's what happened last time on Plane Shift. So as you kind of, as you kind of crawl out from underneath the, uh, the edge of this ultimate security blanket, uh, amongst the small torrent of water kind of coming out with you, you stand moderately soaked, but to your surprise, there's a man standing at the exit of it. He's clad in this bronze leather armor, red stripes painted across it. He stands holding a very large hammer, uh, almost at attention. I am Dionysus. The Great Forge Master has sent me to retrieve you, so that he may speak with you. Command to it. Command action. Yeah, go right ahead. I'm gonna say, kill. just kidding, kill the Minotaurs. Kill those <laughs> things that are trying to hurt you. Alright, uh, <laughs> as you're holding this amulet, you see this one Minotaur take what looks like an absolutely massive maul and swing and bring it down, <gasps> and it shatters the arm off of this shield guardian. No, no. The gemstone in the midst of the amulet seems to crack a little bit oh. at first, and the light that was there starts to dim very slightly. Shieldy, no! <laughs> Why? We have to go and help! Draws the Sword of War and Peace. Alright. Like, Alright. Uh, you're pulling out of the chief for the first time? Yeah. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna need you to make a wisdom saving throw really quick. Alright. Oh, I critically failed. So you hear what is normally two voices, but this time they're speaking both your voice. They're speaking this loud, violent call of plane favorites. Everything dies. You realize, of course, that this means war. Now let's begin. It's up to Dan how to kill my character. To kill. Kill? No. Disarm you? Definitely. 
He's gonna cut off my arms. <laughs> no, just take the sword of that, you blimey bastard. Look, do you ever think that the thing that maybe is making you go into this whole, you know, play no favorites, everybody dies, happens to be the thing of war and peace in your hand? So, shocker here, really powerful weapons that are the basically pinnacles of any two concepts combined. Shocker, they're also dangerous. So, no, even you have just stopped in front of a tree. You are still compelled by this sword in your hand to play no favorites, everybody dies. And you have just seen what normally would have been terrifying, but you were just pretty much fine by your worst nightmare appear in front of you. It didn't matter. There is still a wounded minotaur that Ishaya is now beating the crap out of. No, just kicking him. Just kicking him. Just kicking him. Just kicking And the words again resurface. Your voice. Louder. Play no favorites. Everyone dies. Okay. Um, how far away? Because the wall of force probably sent me a pretty decent distance back. Uh, a good 30 feet back. Mm. So I was already... I wouldn't be able to get there with the boots, so I'd pretty much just charge straight towards them. Alright. Are you gonna do anything else? Um... Yeah. I'm gonna start shoot- I'm gonna shoot one of them with my gun. <laughs> uh, with my gun? You know what? You're Shia. Yep. Do you remember how you changed your alignment to chaotic dickhead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for the time for the time for this, these pigeons to come to come home to roost. I'm gonna shoot at Urshaya with my gun. All right, all right. But I'm a reformed dickhead. <laughs> oh, no, uh, <laughs> sixteen no. to hit. All right, I have an AC of eleven. Ooh, all right, that is that is going to be D10 plus four. Six piercing damage. All right. Ouch. He said that was six damage, right? Six damage. Um, and he's probably he'd be about twenty feet away. All right, uh, Nymphia, you just witnessed one of your party members attack another party member. Although it was explained to you that he's probably not as right of mind until you get that sword out of his hand. This is still kind of traumatizing because these are your friends. Mm. I mean, you probably think of those friends. Yeah, <laughs> loosely, I guess. Everyone's your friends in Nymphia. Uh, they are, at this point, they're a solid, I'd say, 30 feet away from you. Uh, directly next to a uh, Minotaur that has just been kicked over by the Shia. I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna move back 30 feet. <laughs> and then cast Entangle. <laughs> Actually, wait. I'm gonna cast Entangle and then decide whether I want to move back for 30 feet. <laughs> He's off the uh, ground. He, yeah. Oh, he's, he's still, still flying. Ugh. You may have to look at something else. Nimak again. We have to get that sword out of his hands any means possible. Hopefully without harming him. No, harm him. He just shot me. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, that's kind of karma coming around for kicking a minotaur. <sighs> so? You mess with a bull, you get the horns in a purely metaphorical sense. Who's trying <laughs> to break her thing? You mess with the bull, you get a completely different set of horns. <laughs> <laughs> All my spells are, like, ground-based. <laughs> Shocker there. <laughs> I mean, you just have to figure out some way to get the sword out of his hands yeah. if you got something. Alright, well, I guess I have to thorn with his hand instead. His hand or the sword? I thought you were going to say his well, ass. His hand is <laughs> <probably laughs> Alright, fair enough. Go for it. 
out with your thorn whip, cracking in the air as it strikes the sword, and in almost a parrying stance, gets deflected at the very last moment. Now can I move back 30 feet? <laughs> oh, you can move back as far as you want. Bye! <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm at speed 35, so I'm basically going to move as far away as I possibly can. <laughs> 35 feet away, congratulations! <laughs> Alright, so, uh, this one minotaur who was still standing kind of grunts and chips off. If anybody would like to, you can try and stop him or anything, but for now, he's just heading back into the woods where he came. No? How fast is he going? <laughs> he's hobbling. Oh my god. He's hobbling. <laughs> I kick him in the middle. Well, five I need to regain some hit points. <laughs> you have one at your feet right now. Oh, that one. Okay, never mind. This is a different I thought this one. was the city. No, this is the one that ran into a tree. Okay. You're kicking the one he that's nearly dead. It's fine. Alright. Uh, and now Dionysus looking at this sword uh, with almost just awe staring at it before he snaps back to it, reaches out his hand, and he's going to cast heat metal on it. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh yeah. <laughs> I am going to need to make a fave of some sort. Hey, I have it pulled up right here if you want. You can take a look at that. Or, or I can just read it aloud to you. Yeah, let's sure. do that for the heat benefit metal. of the audience. Choose a manufactured metal object, such as a metal weapon or suit of armor or medium metal armor, that you can see within range. You cause the object to glow red hot, hotter than it is already. Cool. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast the spell. Until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to cause its damage again. If the creature is holding or wearing an object, uh, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. If it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Mm. So that is going to be 2d8 fire damage. Fire! Uh, that is 10 fire damage. And now constitution saving throw. Uh, 8. <laughs> I'm sorry, I think you're dropping that. Yep. <laughs> As this sizzling pain quite literally burns your hand, you curse and release your grip on the sword, and almost immediately as it leaves your hand in your presence, your mind is calm again, and you're honestly wondering why you're floating over here and not above the Minotaur that you were- I don't remember what happened. You've got no f***ing clue. But you have a hand burned. The Minotaur that you were previously about to attack is, well, dead already. Can I, um, roll like a- insight check just to see with what I can see happening here and what Nemok has told him if I can sort of piece together what has happened with I him. was already about to ask you if you would roll an insight check All right. on the situation uh, would this be with advantage because it's oh, already certainly. kind of been explained to me mm-hmm. oh, oh, most certainly no dingus <laughs> no alright so this is a 16 24. You don't really remember exactly what happened, why you kind of hurt, uh, why your hands burned, but you do remember one thing from when you first drew the sword. Your voice saying, play no favorites, everyone dies. Although you're not compelled by that anymore. I am going to burn a daily. Okay. And cast Entangle on myself. 
Okay. And deliberately fail. I I will allow it. <laughs> um, and I'm going to effectively scream at Nemok, get that thing away from me. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I have to see about this. Before Nemok can act, <laughs> I am all times to fail something. Uh, before Nemok can even act, and before any of you really catch what's happening, uh, the glow that was on the sword before seems to extinguish as Dionysus sprints after no. it, no. reaching oh, to grab no. this thing. Would he be within entang- range of the entangle that I just cast? Oh, most certainly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then he is going to need to succeed in a strength saving throw. Yep. Uh, what's the DC? That is... This particular ability is with charisma, so... 16. Uh, no, 15, sorry. That's 17 in total. Mm. All right. So he grabs this sword as it's falling midair, weaving over these vines that you have erupted from around. Basically, leaving behind his massive hammer he had before, starts sprinting off. Everybody, you are, I'm going to give each of you uh, one action you can do uh, before he starts to move uh, even further out of this entangle. So, uh, we're just going to go in order. Uh, Ishaya, a man that you have just met who is supposed to take you to some... Forge person you really don't care about because let's be honest, Ishaya doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, just dropped what he was doing and is sprinting after the what you know is a rather valuable piece of artifice. You, you've seen a similar thing to it sitting at the uh, inventor's fair, and you know that it, it's enough to be put in the collector's section. Mm-hmm. What you can do? They're about what, like a hundred feet away or more? Uh, less at this point. You less. actually probably the closest. I'm the closest. Okay, you're. Probably about, yeah, you're, I'd say you're about only about 15 feet from this man after he's bounded over these sort of vines erupting from the ground. And the sword is, like, another 15 feet away? The sword is in his hand. He caught it. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to run up to this man and try to wrestle the sword out of his hand. All right. You will have to pass through the uh, vines that mm-hmm. the entanglement. And that was a spell save of 15? Uh, right. That was a strength. Strength, Okay. Of, uh, I believe, 16. Uh, no, 15. 15. Oh, okay. But he beat him okay. too. <clears throat> Shocker here. Big, big, big guy's got a bonus. 10. <sighs> Here's a question. Yeah? Would the sword have been caught in the entangling vines? Ooh. That I did not consider. All right. Uh, because will... he would have essentially dropped the sword... Uh-huh. Cast entangle on the area on the area immediately below him, which would have included the sword of war and peace. How does entangle would work? Diana, it's essentially uh, you pick it, an area mm-hmm. and vines erupt from around it and grab at everything. Oh, mm-hmm. at everything! Okay. So I was afraid it was like creatures. Per, if my line of thinking is correct, it would also uh, would Dionysus have to make a additional strength saving throw to run away with the sword? You know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, call it heads or tails whether or not the vines did grasp the sword. All right. It does say a creature in the area. Well, I guess that's to escape. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, heads or tails? Heads. It's heads. So the vines did wrap around this falling sword, catching it. Now we'll have to see if Dionysus can pry it free from its viney grasps. <sighs> so presumably, <laughs> just just going by what we established, yes, he dove so into it. the into the entangled vines, 
was caught in the entangled vine, or was not caught in the entangled vines, but is unable to pull the sword from these vines. Oh, it's oh, like yes. the sword in the stone, but with vines instead. The sword in the vines. <laughs> He's just like... <laughs> he is grasping at this, holding the handle, heaving away at it, but unable to pry it free from its, well, I guess, tendrils? Tendrils? Vine? Viney yeah, tendrils. Yeah, yeah, I can see tendrils. Roots. I don't know. Viney vines seems a little like yeah. it's, it's what's going on, but it seems a little, you know. From the vines grasping at the sword. There, we're done. Okay. <clears throat> He's yanking at this thing, but is still unable to free it. All of you are free to act right now. Why uh, did you shoot me? Oh, shit. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I told you it was dangerous. You didn't hold it long enough. I should never have let you draw it. I should have just let you have it around you. Now, this was a terrible decision. It's going back in the vault the second I can get it. Hmm. So you're... So Dionysus still has a hold of the sword, but... He's not yet freed it. He's... He's not free. Yanking at it. And so what... Nemok is trying to... To, one, grab the sword and also pull it away from him. Nemok is more yelling... <laughs> he's like, walking... Where is everybody right there? He's walking... Nemok is walking towards the uh, entangled area. He hasn't gotten there yet. He was a little bit further back. And again, this is a walking pace, not running. He is also kind of shouting in an almost disrespectful manner about how he should have been more cautious. Why didn't he think of this happening sooner? This is why dangerous things don't ever leave his fault. Okay, I'm going to... How far away is my shield guardian from me? Uh, your very damaged shield guardian is a solid, I'd say, 40 feet. Dang it. Well, I mean, you've stepped, up, you've stepped up someone. I'll say, I'll say 30. Okay, good. I'm running up to him. You're going to weep over the shield guardian. I'm going to try to wake up my shield guardian with the spider gem to see if it will create undead. You most certainly can try. Alright, that's what I'm going to try to do. Alright, as you place this particular spider gem that normally rests on top of this uh, femur bone onto the back, it scampers uh, back across the neck looking for a spot, but it doesn't seem to find anything to latch into. It's looking for nervous tissue, and although it does find what would be the... Golomancy version of a nervous system, it's unable to operate it. Ew. I'm sorry, but you've just got a very large pile of heavily damaged golem. Okay, I'll just try to get my spider back. It <sighs> runs right back up to you. Okay, that's it. I can't do anything else on my turn. <laughs> Alright. Uh, would you like to say anything now that you're entangled with vines or potentially try to break free? Um... <clears throat> He's is he still feeling the pull of the sword? No more at all. Okay. A little yeah. bit of a haze for the the lost moment that you had. Although these memories are slowly starting to come well, back. Well, because what we said in earlier sessions was that as long as it's his, as long as he's attuned to it, or as long as he's possessing it, he will not want to be parted from it. No, he still doesn't want to be parted from it. But this haze of what he's been doing is slowly coming back, back with. When he got hit by that wall of force. All right. Well, I, I mean, I've seen this movie. This this movie. Uh, if I tackle Dionysus, he's gonna bite my finger off. And <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> sorry. I was not um, expecting that. I'm so sorry. So what I think I'm gonna do mm-hmm. is. Yeah, he's gonna try to keep himself away from the sword. He's this is this is bad. This is bad for him. He's, right. he's gonna try to stay the hell Can away. Can I from attempt it. to uh, thorn whip the sword and pull it out of the vines toward me? I, you can make a wisdom saving throw with advantage. Okay. 
Uh, you. Oh, oh, oh. Me? Yeah, all right. <clears throat> Sorry, I just didn't realize that that does absolutely nothing for a podcast. Use names, use names. I should use names. Uh, uh, so that is 15. You're really regaining uh, the memory of the actions that you took. Uh, you remember shooting at Shia, getting knocked back. You can remember what the sword was yelling, but not the intent behind it anymore. You still want to pick the sword back up, but at the same time, a part of you is just crying, uh, we should leave it, it's dangerous. I shouldn't have it. I mean, it's, it's not like I shouldn't have it. It's, for him, it's, it was a loss of control, and that's, um, so he's, he's trying to stay the hell away from it. It's not like we shouldn't have it. it other things are worth more. Fair enough. All right, uh, Nymphia, if you would like to now throw in with the sword that Dionysus is trying to yank out of these uh, vines, you're more than welcome to go ahead. Okay. Gonna try, why not? 19 plus 7 to lash onto it. <laughs> you most certainly have lashed onto it. If you want, you can now make, uh, you can either choose uh, strength, athletics, to try and pull the well, sword back. both of them are going to be a minus one, so we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> Hopefully you'll do well. This is a... Right. That time I got a three. <laughs> Yay! You, you pull so many your... things are holding on the sword right <laughs> You pull onto your throne with it because of Dionysus there, uh, grabbing particularly the other end of the sword. It's not going anywhere. He struggles again, but does not break it free. And he kind of glares. This is the only thing I want. It's the only thing I was sent to get. None of you should have something like this. Nothing made this fine can be in the possession of people who wouldn't know how to treat it. My uh, I, god. I kick him in the face. <laughs> uh, roll to hit. Alright. 19 to hit. You you kick him. You kick right. him in the face. He takes two damage. <laughs> he does uh, indeed, and is kind of staggered back in the middle of his monologue that he was about to start spewing. Right. No! How dare you! Perforos will see this and bring vengeance upon you! This is his! It should be treated as his. Nima kind of perks up in the background. Uh, it's it's not his. I, I knew the creator. Good good fellow. Got killed. Terrible story. Oddly enough, by his own creation. Not that one, but different one. You, you... You're rambling again! <laughs> no! It does not belong to any of the gods, especially a god of the forge who takes things and claims that they're his own. Where's the merfolk business? She fucking booked it when she uh, saw it. Yeah, him. I presume she left. <laughs> she, she saw minotaurs and the thing that she had summoned and just... Nope! She is gone. She booked it out of here a while ago. If you can look, you can see kind of webbed feet footprints in the direction that you came from. <laughs> gone. Uh, meanwhile, back to Dionysus. I was sent to fetch it, to retrieve it, to buy it if necessary. But no. Now I have it in my hands and I feel its power. I don't need any of you. I need it. And he yanks again on this vine. But because Nymphia is the one who's holding on to the other thing, you... After adopting a position more advantageous to yank on things, if you want to make another uh, pull on it, you're more than welcome to. I'll just keep trying. (laughs) (laughs) So how great was that for her? Yeah, that clearly she has has succeeded everything. That's a lot. (laughs) What happened to me? As you try to pull, uh, you do give a good pull, but you don't catch yourself in this. You don't, like, lean into it as much as you should to yank back, and instead you're pulled back by his response, which not only pulls you 
basically flat down onto the ground, but yanks the sword out of the vines for the first time. And he's had it. <laughs> this is mine. This should be mine. And uh, I need... Actually, we're just going to go... Again. What? They kick him in the face one more time. Is it with turns or what? It's, it's kind of roleplay. Like, it's, it's, it's about to evolve into combat. Giving him the chance to do, do Wait, a thing. Dynasus I... himself isn't entangled, or is he? He is not entangled. Okay. Alright, I promise I'm invested in this. Yeah. But question about my shield guardian that I will never get <laughs> <forget> over. Okay. <laughs> Remember how when we were fighting it, it could heal itself? Will this eventually come back to life at some point since it's clearly not, like, dead enough for my spider to, like, recognize it as, like, a dead creature? Roll Arcana really quick. Because you're more concerned with this than some guy holding a sword. Yeah, I don't care about that sword anymore. Like, I care, but, like, I don't. Okay. Um... 11 plus... Where's Arcana? 3. 14. You remember how when you were fighting it, it slowly started to repair itself. It doesn't look like it's doing that right now, but the thought crosses your mind that maybe it just needs to be barely functional enough to maintain its systems in order to bring the healing property back online. Mm. You do have someone here who is more than capable of repairing these things. Cecilia's gonna best help. But, but he's, I want it to work now to do what I want it to do, and I can't, like, because I know that Nemox's not gonna want to do it. Because he's There's... busy <laughs> with the whole Sword of War of Peace, which is so important to everybody else. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm gonna find a way. Okay, let me see. What can I. Everybody go back amongst yourselves. I just wanted to ask that as an aside while I think about what I can do instead to screw over everybody else um, and make me in a good So position. he's already in the entangled area, right? He's in the entangled area. Can I, like, also cast Grease underneath him? You know, go for it. <laughs> Why not at this point? Okay. Greased and entangled? Oh, can't get any worse than this. Mm -hmm. Oh, it can. And then Urshaya <laughs> cast Produce <laughs> <laughs> So Slick Grease covers the ground. It turns into difficult terrain. When it appears, each creature standing in the area must succeed on a dexterity throw or fall prone. Uh, what's the DC it needs to be? Um, I Fifteen. <laughs> he rolled a four. No. Then he is prone. So after triumphantly pulling this sword out, almost gloating, you still on the ground, looking up just... Grease right underneath him, and before he could even think to react, just straight up banana peel slips, <laughs> yes. falling backwards. Ah. And the sword comes out of his hand as he flops to the ground. Ishaya, you're pretty damn close to this. If you want, I'm you... seeing the grease, and I'm thinking, hmm. <laughs> if you grease and fire hands, uh. Yeah, but the sword just flopped over there. You could very much get. Wait, hold on. How close is it to me? It's like out of the entangled area? It is out of the entangled area. Not out of the greased area, unfortunately, because oh, grease is still okay. pretty big. But big enough that if you were really to try, you could potentially leap over the mountain of a man flying on the ground, more like a molehill now, and grab it. At least getting out of the hands of, well, Dionysus. And is Lulin in the greased area? He's still entangled above it slightly. Yeah, well, the grease is only a 10 foot square foot area, so it's oh. super big. Uh, sword's still in it, but just on the edge. You could potentially run around the square area and just grab it. Hmm. Either torture this guy or grab a sword. Hmm. Can't grab the sword and then flame it up while you're escaping. <laughs> <laughs> no. <clears throat> you could. I think I'm gonna do that. I, I'm gonna 
run for the sword and throw a little tiny fire on the grease. <laughs> just a little boop. Just like a... Like produce flame and just... Yeah. Just like drop it. <laughs> like now remember, pipe. don't try to put it out with water. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mixed tip. What? Water? <laughs> oh, it's a fire. Hold on. Did you... <laughs> no. Really? I have produced water. <laughs> <laughs> I could make it rain. You could make it rain. Here, let me help you. <laughs> oh, no. So, really quick, I'm going to need you uh, dexterity. Mm-hmm. Uh, dexterity check. You're going to try and grab this sword that is on the ground. And mm-hmm. that is a 20 total. Please. Yeah. You I have a sword. run past around this entangled area, run around this greased area, and lean down, swiftly picking up the sword in one hand while dropping your mixtape in the other. <laughs> Slowly setting ablaze the greased area that Nymphia had made earlier. Dionysus, in a rush, realizing what's about to happen, gets up, but just barely, and manages to slip again, falling back into the greased area. Lola, there is a pit of fire underneath you. Okay, uh, time to start breaking free from my own entangle spell. Is <laughs> this... Uh, <laughs> guy just burning alive right yep. now? He's not on fire yet, okay. but he may be about to. Again, <laughs> flammable. <laughs> oh, um, I just end concentration on it. <laughs> I feel As... like the fire is enough to end yeah. concentration. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> ah, fire! <laughs> I just start, stop maintaining concentration on Entangle, and they stop being... You. I get up and I... I sort of kick him in the face again before I... Uh, Roll to hit. All right. Fifteen. That'll hit for comical purposes. Go All for right. it. Uh, that's another two, two bludgeoning damage. Bonk! <laughs> Bloody idiot! Ah! Squirming on the ground, Dionysus is you son of a bitch. Gets up onto his feet. None of you are worthy. Oh, and you are. I am. I was chosen by Perforos! <laughs> So mm-hmm. who, who has this fancy sword right now? Ishaya! Hi! Oh, so, Ishaya, the second you touch the sword, you kind of hear in her voice, but for some reason, one of them's not yours. It was the voice of your friend just, yo, Ishaya, we should chill. And the other voice, uh, your voice in particular, is, I know, I really like fire, though. <laughs> mm. <laughs> hmm. Do I have to make a coin flip to... No. Okay, no, I don't. You just hear these voices. They don't mean anything to you. You're just holding a sword now. You just lit some poor man on fire who just got kicked again in the face. I do really like fire, but... There's already enough fire around. I'm, I'm tired from fighting. There's enough fire to go around. Mm-hmm. Especially on the inside of this minotaur. <laughs> mm. oh, this so minotaur, I'm... by the way, is, is crawling out of this. He's, he's gotten out of this hell hole that he was just in. Now he's not begging for mercy. He's begging for death. <laughs> this this is uh, by far the worst embarrassment that has ever come across him. Uh, anyhow, so now that this Minotaur has successfully crawled away, Shia is now holding a sword. Dionysus is finally able to get up from the ground. Oh yay! Mm-hmm. Although a part of him is now, some of his clothing is now starting to sin. Just the parts that were cloth and not leather. I'm just going to assume that Loyland stepped out of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Nemok is finally within range to do what he originally wanted to do, and is surrounding a very familiar bubble that you've seen him do quite a couple of other times uh, around Dionysus himself. But before the bubble seems to even finish forming, it breaks, and 
a look of surprise rushes across Nemox's face. He's got a spark. What? Damn it, you vile... What are you, anyway? Uh, really quick, uh, how far did you, like, after you picked this up, did you step back any? Did you kind of laugh at him? Cause always I, I assumed I, like, pointed at him and laughed, like, ha ha, you're burning. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fair enough. So, uh, he, he, he's only about five or so feet away, and he's now going to essentially jump at you and try to grab the sword again, so I'm going to need you to make a, we'll do deck saving throw, just mm-hmm. to step aside. Saving throw. Oh, fuck. So that is 14. You managed to step out of the way of this man, who's this very greased up, <laughs> very greased up, oh, yeah. <laughs> man, partially assinged, uh, leaps past, and you just kind of step sideways out of it. You point him Keeps sliding like he's in risky business. Flops to the ground again, muttering a curse. Nemok, just still in a little bit of shock, it hasn't ignited for him, but he holds one. I didn't expect him to encounter this. And for the first time, a set of panic almost seems to set across Nemok. Goggles whirling, things stepping back, his hands reaching into different pockets uh, in his coat. And one of them pulls out. The first time that you've seen Nemok actually hold a weapon, it is a peculiar sword, silver, mercurial, and composure. Uh, a single blade curves and then eventually meets two separate prongs. It seems to flow with bizarre energy that you haven't seen before before finally almost erupting in this deep, cold, blue flame. We have to stop him now. Get him out of here. We can't let anything bad happen to him right now. Emotional trauma is the number one start, and I will not have another one of these. Rishai is, like, walking up. He's like, you mean like this? And I'm about to stab him. Oh, no! <laughs> okay, no, no. Physical harm, probably okay. This- okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say roll to hit, uh, but with advantage... <laughs> That's a six. That's a nat 20. What are you striking him with in particular? I mean, the sword is in... It's like pronged, basically. Can I just stab him with both at the same time? Go for it! Yay! So, roll 1d8 and then 1d4, and you're going to regain 1d4 of uh, whatever the d4 you roll is in uh, hit points. Congratulations. So, regain two points. And four damage, right? Yep. Isn't there a plus to that roll? Um, it's plus your charisma. Ooh. So plus four. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to both or just one of them? Just the, just the one. Not just for the, the healing. Just the D8. Congratulations. So you have really hurt this man. <laughs> and damage straight into his back. Yay. Which was not exactly as armored as the rest of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nemok gently starts to... You don't want him to, ha- to ignite his spark? Uh, what happened to all of you when you first left your world? Oh, no, I understand what the spark... Why don't you want him to be able to planeswalk? Do you really want another enemy floating around? Why does he have to be an enemy? Because I stabbed him. Yeah, that doesn't really have matters. <laughs> stabbed, lit him on fire, he tried to take our thing. So are we going to kill him? I prefer... Planning. I just want to know so I know what uh, I should be doing right now. <laughs> I'd prefer not to, Before but... your shy stabs him again, bullets going out like... I'm gonna have to check. Right. Make a... I'm just deciding whether or not I He's should. He's gonna grab Urshaya's yeah. hand. No! Oh, how cute. Aww. The, the sound oh, of your friend's pass. voice, the friend that you lost on Kaladesh, is ringing through your head and it's, hey Ashaya, let, let's just relax. But but he was mean. No. He was, but. He was gonna steal the thing. 
But you have the thing now. You don't have yeah, to worry about that. Yeah, but he might How... steal it again. Sorry, I, I completely right. remember. How coherent is Dionysus? He's rather coherent, although in pain. Confused at what just happened. Uh, so, alright. Keep going, sorry. Alright. You have the sword now. I mean, why do any further harm? You can just stand here. Look at you. You're I know, fantastic. I'm fantastic. And the sword just, just adds to that. You look fantastic. Just stand here and look fantastic. No need to go stand. He kind of like pulls it out and, and he looks at the sword and he's like, Yeah, I, I, I am pretty great, aren't I? <laughs> Are you saying that out loud? You're saying this out loud. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, of course, no. All right. Uh, no, I'm not going to kill him. But it's the first time that I have encountered this in the wild. So, I'm going to give this a try. And Nemok... Great way to phrase it. <laughs> <laughs> and Nemok, taking the sword that's in his hand, uh, lowers it. And a hum, almost like a tuning fork, seems to ring out. Before the sword itself seems to glow and take another form. And instead of a sword, this liquid metal wraps and congeals... And lunges not only at Dionysus, but at almost something at his core before rolling into a small ball on the outside. I've been waiting very long for this moment. And again, a bubble appears, this time completely entombing Dionysus as it shrinks down to the normal size it was before. Nemok rushes over, picks up the metal ball, and tucks it inside. With this, a great step forward is made. Can I do an arcana check to see if I understood what just happened? Go right ahead, although this is going to be... You can all make an arcana check if you'd like, although this is... Mm -hmm. Cecilia, are you paying attention to this? Yes, and I'm, like, trusting uh, Nemok less and less, and he was already at, like, a one to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) 19. 20 total. 16 total. (sighs) Some of it's probably context clues. A lot of it's context clues. You... after hearing Nehemiah's displeasure about how he wasn't able to wrap something with a spark in before, and seeing how he just put Dionysus mm-hmm. into a bubble, can only assume whatever it was that Nehemiah did, whatever that sword thing was, has somehow removed the spark from Dionysus before it even had a chance to ignite. It's crazy. Uh, That's like super villain shit. Yeah. Anybody, You're at like a negative 10. Anybody yeah. who wants this is to. A, like, this is some Lex Luthor shit right here. And, anybody who wants to make an insight check against Nima. Yeah. Right ahead. I don't need to do one. I got a one. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he did it so he could make sure he wasn't harmed. 17. 14. Nima took his spark. Hey guys, it's Will. Um, thank you for sticking with us. It's episode is going to get pretty exciting and it looks like we're going to start moving towards the end of what I've tentatively been thinking of as season one but since we don't have seasons it doesn't really track all that closely uh there were a few questions about last week's recommendations um no we do not have sponsors um this that was just a product that Keon really likes and he wanted to recommend to people. Uh, but that's really it. You guys have been amazing. Uh, I keep checking our download statistics and we're almost at 1800, which <laughs> again is, is just, I, I can't thank you guys enough. Um, I enjoy doing this. Uh, everybody enjoys getting together and having these games and 
having what we do go out into the world, but knowing that you guys enjoy it too, it really means a lot. Um, again, as always, letting people know would just be amazing of you. Anything you can do to spread the word, we, we appreciate it just so much. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Um, yeah, relatively short episode this week, so we're just gonna go right into the recommendations and the promo. Enjoy. Rashomon, a land where spirits roam and witches rule. Three women are embroiled in a divine plot, and it is up to them to uncover why. Join the adventures of the Broadswords at thebroadswords.com. Hey, it's Will again. Uh, or, it's it's Will. I record these separately. Um, two recommendations from me this week. Uh, they're both webcomics. Uh, the first is Kill Six Billion Demons. It's this really cool, kind of mildly trippy series. Um, the art style really remind is really busy, but also really detailed and, and really beautifully done. Um, there's gorgeous backgrounds and this really weird, crazy mythology, and uh, they also kickstarted a tabletop system to match their really cool and weird setting of, of magic and angels and demons. The other recommendation is Astray 3. Um, this is... It was up for a while, and then they shut it down, and now they're coming back with what looks almost like a whole new series, but they're both worth checking out again. It's this really gorgeous art style with this like kind of trippy system of magic and mythology that, that apparently I really enjoy, um, and this um, like really busy details and, and kind of crazy reality. Uh, it reminds me uh, a lot of, again, Mobius. Um, and now that I think about it, I actually have a third recommendation. You might have already heard of it. It's, it's kind of big, but it's called Dresden Kodak. Um, again, gorgeous art style, um, really sort of big, epic sweeping, but it's less focused on mythology. It's more on science, but I get really sucked into their kind of sense of humor and, and everything like that. It's It's Fanta I, I can keep going on about comics I read online that I enjoy for quite some time. So I'm just going to cut the recommendation, uh, give you one more than I planned, and those are my recommendations for today. Nemok took his spark. You don't know why, but the fact that Nemok has the capacity to steal what, in essence, is the core of a planeswalker is kind of terrifying. Although, now that you think about it, if he would have had the ability to do that from one who's already a planeswalker, he probably would have done it to you. I suddenly like Nemok all way less. <laughs> I should probably uh. <laughs> I should probably be explaining this to you. Uh, again, we're cohorts in this, and I'd rather not startle you with my prior actions. But uh, Nemok, how did you get your spark? Uh, mine came naturally. Uh, sure. That's not answering the question. 
We are, we, alright, Spark, we ignited. And we know, each of us know exactly why. The Phyrexians killed everything and everyone I loved. I stood there, among a battlefield. Everyone I could have cared about in life, surrounding me, dead, corrupted, or come back to try and kill me. And the next thing I know, I wake up lying in a field. Not metal. No, plants. Disgusting, imperfect plants! Excuse you. <laughs> Forgive me, it was the first time I had seen them. Everything for me was metal. It was bizarre and unusual. Uh, the dirt kept clinging to me, and naturally I wasn't exactly the most happy. If it weren't for a visitor nearby, I probably would have thought I died <laughs> and gone to wherever it is that you go in the afterlife. I, I mean, here, it's, it's below, but... but and you didn't take the spark that you have from somebody else? No. No, I did not. Okay? No. Hmm. By the time I was able to get back to Mirrodin, by the time I even knew how to get back to Mirrodin, it was already too late. It conquered everything. Everyone was dead. The knowledge pools ruptured. I had nothing. I had nothing until I found it. Ancient, decraic, some old planeswalkers. You've all been to it. You can expand it. It's like its own little demi-plane just sitting there. Books. Can, I, can I make an insight check to Go see right. if he's bullshitting? It's so right ahead. Right. No, I don't see shit. <laughs> 21. He's telling the truth. Alright. He appears to have just been a planeswalker, and whatever reason he's holding the spark uh, that he's just stolen from someone is still a mystery. What is it that you intend to do with stealing away that man's potential for the same escape? Ah, that's where it comes. Tomes acknowledged that I could never have theorized before. Remember you wanted a ship? A ship that could take you across worlds? Well, this, as he holds the little little spear, is the key to that. It turns out it's possible. Possible to breach the edges of a planes with something other than a planeswalker. Taking people, things, whatever you need to. I've just needed one. I can't have been ignited yet. It loses all of its potential energy. It's the core component. The key to the engine, so to speak. It's the power source, and it'll maintain it for as long as I or any of you live. It's finally a solution. I can finally get my people out of there. It's been far too long. They've been trapped in that dreadful place. So me asking for a trip was a happy coincidence. You want... you want to give them an escape route? Of course I do. I looked for everything. When I found the library, there was nothing more that I could ever hope to dream of. Every technology, everything, things I thought were specific to Mirrod and Darksteel. Ha! I can make that in a week now. Gathering the right components, of course. I learned so much more than I ever could have. And so many things that I shouldn't have. My mission. My people. That doesn't judge my own purity. I don't have to be pure to save them to do what's right. So what if he loses all his potential? He'll probably die before he would even be able to have the spark ignite in the first place. Miserable grave here. But with this, this the greater good can be done. This people can be saved. This Phyrexia can be brought down. Well, the greater good for you. Yeah, who are you just who are you to take away this guy's fate? It's done. And that's coming from me. I thought you of all people would see this. No, because this doesn't benefit me at all. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, now I don't want to be around you because let's say that your crazy plan doesn't work. Then what? Are you going to go after people who have already ignited those sparks? No, Are you going it can't to try work to take them. Oh, that's what you think for now. It can't work. The, the book is very specific about that. What, what, what does the book know? Well, 
basically everything. Sure. How many pages were in this book? Who like, even reads books? It has <laughs> it has no page count. Between its pages, you can find any information you want. It is infinite in knowledge. Oh, well, where's this book at then? I suddenly have the decision not to tell you. <laughs> just the way that you had the decision not to tell us that you could just snatch away anybody's spot before it ignites. I can give it- Interesting! What other things are you keeping from us? What do you really want this weapon for once we finally get it for you? Huh? It's not a weapon, it's- Okay, it's not a weapon, okay. But but we don't want- You remember the Debbie- Well, we don't want other people to have it because they could use it as a weapon. You remember the little fields? The the little mana-aligned planes that I had? Yes, of course. They were an experiment. I figured if I have the Mirari, the one that I made again, the one I'd have kept away for safekeeping because it was interfering with my creation. I could make a smaller, new Mirrodin. One that's free of the Phyrexian curse, but just like home and bring the survivors there. It could live peacefully, but no. No one wants that. No one. So once you, you know, if everything goes um, the way... In, oh, go insight check. Is, is he... Is his motive bringing war to his enemies or salvaging what he has left? Uh, roll insight, but also with advantage. Nope. Oh, that is it. Oh, crit. Critical success. Critical success. He wants to be the salvation for his people. He wants to bring the people who, for the whole of his life, have known only war against an unstoppable force to finally have peace, to finally be able to breathe. In this moment here, he finally sees the ends, the means to an end for him and for the people that he has been desperately trying to save. He'll, while Cecilia is berating him, mm-hmm. he'll, um, in oh, canon, in canon, um, mm-hmm. do we know what Phyrexians are? No. Like how they're made and everything? None of our characters would have okay. I mean, I you, you put, alright. Um, in, the, in the magic storyline canon we do. Well, yeah, yeah, but I well, mean, like, Namox is, I know Namox mentioned that, like, yeah, no, Phyrexian is evaded by home. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's what happened to Baron. But whether or not any of you know what a Phyrexian is, I mean, Ishaya, you'd probably be the closest. Ishaya or Cecilia. Context clues from like how he's reacting to him, but so Ishaya's gonna ask, "What is a Phyrexian?" You keep saying this word. I don't know what it means. Imagine a curse you could bestow upon an entire plane. Imagine an oil deep and black as midnight that corrupts anything it touches, turning it and potentially anything else around it into a juggernaut, something for war, forged in black mana, and nothing but spiteful hatred for the living and the non-mechanical. That's <laughs> Phyrexia. Now you're speaking, my listen. This is what I understand more so. More so than your nonsense. 100%. So your plan is to bring people who have been saturated in this oil... They've... And put them on an, on another plane where they also saturate this plane with oil. They they're freed from the oil's grasp. There was someone who came along, an outsider almost, raised by a troll. She cured them of the oil, uh, and with this, uh, parts that we had recognized for a while, uh, bits of metallic flesh, seemed to fall, and we turned more like well, me. More like Cecilia, I guess. Look. I don't know, seems like a bad plan. (laughs) (laughs) Look, all I want to do is do what's right for my people. You're giving them some semblance of freedom. Yes. You got yourself a ship's captain. That's good. Though, 
Not unless you tell us everything. 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 Very well. I'll tell you everything. At my house, my place. Safer there. No potential listening ears. As he looks around, I wouldn't want to spoil anything. Uh, do you want that? And he gestures to the shield guardian. I'll throw it in the bubble for you. That's the least you could do. <laughs> <laughs> it's surrounded and tucked away neatly, and he drops it into your hand. It's still a little bit of a wreck. The arm is floating slightly to the side of it. Can work on repairing it. But now, uh, if you'd like, we can go back, have some tea. Uh, the gargoyle should be done by now. He apparently is very nice at greetings now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! And Nemox starts to slowly wisp and fade away as you see what is the beginning of uh, planeswalking. Following him, because why not? All right. I have nothing better to do at this point. And you know that apparently there's some book with a lot of knowledge in it. Yeah, with a lot of knowledge and possibly a new person to kill. <laughs> A.K.A. you. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! Is everybody else following? Yep. Yep. All right. Before I planeswalk, I'm going to stab the guy one more time and then leave. <laughs> guys, guys in a ball. Oh, he is. Okay, never mind. Although, I'll stab although, the other Minotaur. <laughs> our, although now that Nemox has left the ball that he never did pick up, kind of pops open. And the guy... <sighs> what? And I assume this is just as you start to planeswalk away. What is it? Sword. Were they? Die ho. Poor guy. Damn it. <laughs> Thank you for walking with us on Plane Shift. We're glad you took the time. The intro and outro is Perpetuum Mobile by the Penguin Cafe Orchestra. The music during the podcast is sourced from The Witcher 3 and Zelda Reorchestrated. Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons are both property Wizards of the Coast. If you enjoy the podcast, we'd really appreciate you taking the time to spread the word. You can leave us a rate or review on iTunes or on Facebook, or you can just tell your friends. We like sharing this thing we've created with new people, and every little bit helps. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to planeshiftpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at planeshiftcast or on Facebook on the planeshift page. We'd love to hear from you. Until our paths cross again. Because Kimber was like, oh, can I see your dead things? I was like, sure. 
And she goes, wait, is that Vegeta with a goatee? And I was like, I mean, you're not wrong. It's yeah. King Vegeta. Yeah, so like, dad. So like, yes. <laughs> but it's a different Vegeta than they're, the one you're They're thinking. named after the planet, or maybe the planet's named He's... after the royal family. I love that part <laughs> in Dragon Ball Bridge where he was like, He's like, it's Frieza, sir. He said that he's here to kill Vegeta. Wait, my son, the planet, or me? <laughs> yes, and he just kills him. He just kills him. <laughs> it's a bisexual word. It goes both ways. It's mm, fine. Okay. Yeah. It's like GIF. You know what the worst part is? So, like it got to the point where I felt like I had to pronounce it GIF, and I hate. And now, now I second no, guess everything. No, that's peanut butter. Right, that's what I said. Oh, God. That's fucking peanut butter. So infuriating. I was like, it's GIF. Everybody, it looks like GIF. Just pronounce it GIF. It's fine. Or else. Which I made her orgasm twenty-eight times. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-two over the course of a whole weekend. And you severely underestimate the amount of time we spent fucking. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be brutally. I honest. really thought you were gonna say you underestimate the prowess of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> so missed opportunity. No man. one burned off these cocks and balls. Right. I still have all my equipment. None of it's been burnt off by him. No one shot a magic missile up my team. <laughs> there are no great balls of fire flying at this dick. <laughs> I've had terrible avocados too many times, and I have had guac shoved in my face more times than I would actually like to count. What? Is that what calls it? Bye, Dan. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> said that too. <laughs> According to Dan, she should be thanking him. <laughs> oh, you made it back! Hi! <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, do you expect anything different, really? You shouldn't. <laughs> Who died and made you Urza? Right? <laughs> Urza! <laughs> Urza died! Urza died and made me Urza! Urza's head made me Urza. <laughs>